civil disobedience movement and round table conferences the run up to civil disobedience movement kolkata session of congress it was at the kolkata session of congress in december 1928 that the nehru report was approved but the younger elements led by jawala nehru subhash bose and satyamurthy expressed their dissatisfaction with dominion status as the goal of congress instead they demanded that the congress adopt purna swaraj or complete independence as its goal the older leaders like gandhi and motilal nehru wished that the dominion status demand not to be dropped in haste as consensus over it had developed with great difficulties over the years they suggested that a two year grace period be given to the government to accept the demand for a dominion status later under pressure from younger elements this period was reduced to one year now the congress decided that if the government did not accept a constitution based on dominion status by the end of the year the congress would not only demand complete independence but would also launch a civil disobedience movement to attain its goal political activity during 1929 gandhi traveled incessantly during 1929 preparing people for direct political action telling the youth to prepare for the fiery ordeal helping to organize constructive work in villages and redressing specific grievances on the lines of bardoli agitation of 1928 the congress working committee organized a foreign cloth boycott committee to propagate an aggressive program of boycotting foreign cloth and public burning of foreign cloth gandhi initiated the campaign in march 1929 in kolkata and was arrested this was followed by bonfire of foreign cloth all over the country other developments which kept the political temperature high during 1929 included the merit conspiracy case in march bomb explosion in central legislative assembly by bhagat singh and bk dutt in april and the coming to the power of the minority labor government led by ramse macdonnell in england in may and wedgwood when become the secretary of state for india irwin's declaration october 31 1929 before the simon commission report came out the declaration by lord irwin was made it was the combined effort of the labor government always more sympathetic to indian aspiration than the conservatives and the conservative viceroy The purpose behind the declaration was to restore faith in the ultimate purpose of British policy. The declaration was made in the form of an official communique in the Indian Gazette on October 31, 1929. It said, "In view of the doubts which have been expressed both in Great Britain and in India regarding the interpretation to be placed on the intention of the British government in enacting the Statute of 1919, I am authorized on the behalf of His Majesty's government to state clearly that in their judgment." is implicit in the declaration of 1917 that the natural issue of india's constitutional progress as they contemplated is the attainment of dominion status however there was no time scale the dominion status promised by irwin would not be available for a long time to come there was in reality nothing new or revolutionary in the declaration lord irwin also promised a round table conference after the simon commission submitted its report delhi manifesto On November 2-1929 a conference of prominent national leaders issued a Delhi manifesto which put forward certain conditions for attending the round table conference. First, that the purpose of round table conference should not be to determine whether or when dominion status was to be reached but to formulate a constitution for implementation of the dominion status thus acting as a constituent assembly and the basic principle of dominion status should be immediately accepted. Second, that the congress should have majority representation at the conference and third there should be a general amnesty for political prisoners and a policy of conciliation gandhi along with motilal nehru and other political leaders met lord irwin in the summer 1929 after the viceroy had narrowly escaped after a bomb was detonated meaning to hit the train he was travelling in they asked the viceroy for assurance that the purpose of the round table conference was to draft a constitutional scheme for dominion status that was not the purpose of the conference said irwin 
Viceroy Irwin rejected the demands put forward in the Delhi Manifesto. The stage for con uh, confrontation was to begin now. Lahore Congress and Poon Swaraj Jawaharlal Nehru, who had done more than anyone else to popularize the concept of Poon Swaraj, was nominated president for the Lahore session of the Congress, December 1929, mainly due to Gandhi's backing. 15 out of the 18 provincial Congress committee had opposed Nehru, yet Nehru was chosen. Because of the oppositeness of the occasion, Congress acceptance of complete independence as its goal and to acknowledge the upsurge of youth which had made the anti-Simon campaign a huge success. Nehru declared in his presidential address, we have now an open conspiracy to free this country from foreign rule and you comrades, all our countrymen and countrywomen are invited to join it. Further explaining that liberation did not mean only throwing off the foreign yoke, he said, I must frankly confess that I am a socialist and a republican and am no believer in kings and princes or in order which produced the modern kings of industry who had greater power of the lives and fortunes of men than even the kings of old and the whose methods are predatory as those of old feudal aristocracy. Spelling out the methods of struggle, he said, any great movement for liberation today must necessarily be a mass movement. Mass movements must essentially be a peaceful except in the times of organized revolt. The following major decisions were taken at the Lahore session. The roundtable conference was to be boycotted. Complete independence was declared as the aim of the Congress. The Congress Working Committee was authorized to launch a program of civil disobedience, including non-payment of taxes and all members of legislature were asked to resign their seats. January 26, 1930 was fixed as the first Independence Day to be celebrated everywhere or a Swaraj Day. December 31, 1929, at midnight on the banks of River Ravi, the newly adopted tricolor flag of freedom was hosted by Jawaharlal Nehru amidst slogans of Inkalab Jindabad. January 26, 1930, the Independence Place. Public meetings were organized all over the country in villages and towns and the Independence Place was read out in local languages and the national flag was hosted. This pledge, which is supposed to have been drafted by Gandhi, made the following points. It is inalienable right of Indians to have freedom. The British government in India has not only deprived us of freedom and exploited us, but has also ruined us economically, politically, culturally and spiritually. India must therefore severe the British connection and attain Poon Swaraj or complete independence. We are being economically ruined by high revenue, destruction of village industries with no substitution made, while custom currency and exchange rates are manipulated to our disadvantage. No real political power was given, right of freedom association are denied to us and all administrative talent in us is killed. Culturally, the system of education has torn us from our moorings. Spiritually, compulsory disarmament had made us unmanly. We hold it a crime against man and God to submit any longer to British rule. We will prepare for complete independence by withdrawing as far as possible all voluntary association from the British government and will prepare for civil disobedience through non-payment of taxes. By this, an end to this inhuman rule is assured. We will carry out the Congress instruction for purpose of establishing Poon Swaraj. Civil Disobedience Movement, The Salt Satyagraha and Other Upsurges Gandhi's 11 Demands To carry forward the mandate given by Lahore Congress, Gandhi presented 11 demands to the government and gave an ultimatum of January 31, 1930 to accept or reach these demands. The demands were as follows. Issues of General Interest Reduce expenditure on army and civil services by 50% Introduce total prohibition Carry out reforms in Criminal Investigation Department. Change Arms Act allowing popular control of issue of firearms licenses. Release political prisoners. Accept Postal Reservation Bill.
specific bourgeois demands reduce rupee sterling exchange ratio to 1s4d introduce textile protection reserve coastal shipping for indians specific peasant demands reduce land revenue by 50% abolish salt tax and government salt monopoly with no positive response forthcoming from the government on these demand the congress working committee invested gandhi with full powers to launch the civil disobedience movement at a time and place of his choice by february and gandhi had decided to make salt the central formula for the movement why salt was chosen as the important theme as gandhi said there is no other article like salt outside water by taxing which the government can reach the starving millions the sick the maimed and utterly helpless it is the most inhuman poll tax the ingenuity of man can devise salt is flesh linked to ideals of swaraj with the most concrete and universal grievance of ruler poor and with no socially divisive implication like no rent campaign so afforded a very small but psychologically important income like khadi for the poor through self help like khadi again it offered to the urban populace the opportunity of symbolic identification with mass suffering nandi march march 12 to april 6 1930 on march 2 1930 gandhi informed the viceroy of his plan of action few realized its significance when it was first announced according to this plan gandhi along with a band of 78 members of sabarmati ashram was to march from his headquarters in ahmedabad through the villages of gujarat for 240 miles on reaching the coast of dandi The salt law was to be violated by collecting the salt from the beach. Even before the proposed march began, thousands thronged to the ashram. Gandhi gave the following direction for future action: Wherever possible, civil disobedience of the salt law should be started. Foreign liquor and clothes shops should be picketed. We can refuse to pay taxes if we have the requisite strength. Lawyers can give up the practice. Public can boycott law courts by refraining from the litigation. Government servant can resign from their post. all these should be subject to one condition truth and non-violence as a means to attain swaraj should be faithfully adhered to local leaders should be obeyed after gandhi's arrest the historic march marking the launch of civil disobedience movement began on march 12 and gandhi broke the salt law by picking up a lump of salt at dandi on april 6 the violation of the law was seen as a symbol of the indian people's resolve not to live under british made laws and therefore under british rule Gandhi openly asked the people to make salt from the sea water in their homes and violated the salt law. The march, its progress and its impact on the people was well covered by the newspapers. In Gujarat, 300 village officials resigned in answer to Gandhi's appeal. Congress workers engaged themselves in grassroots level organizational task. Spread of salt disobedience. Once the way was cleared by Gandhi's ritual as dandi, defiance of the salt law started all over the country. Nehru's arrest in April 1930 for defiance of the salt law evoked huge demonstration in Madras, Calcutta and Karachi. Gandhi's arrest came on May 4, 1930 when he had announced that he would lead a raid on Darshana salt works on the west coast. Gandhi's arrest was followed by massive protest in the Bombay, Delhi, Calcutta and Sholapur, where the response was the most fierce. After Gandhi's arrest, that CWC sanctioned non-payment of revenue in rayatwari areas, non-chokidara tax campaign in jamidari areas. and violation of forest law in the central provinces satyagraha at different places a brief survey of the nature of civil disobedient movement in different parts of the subcontinent is given below tamil nadu in april 1930 c rajagopalachari organized a march from trichinapalli to vedaraniyam on the tanjore coast to break the salt law the event was followed by widespread picketing of the foreign clothes shops The anti-linker campaign gathered forceful support in the interior region of Coimbatore, 
मधुरा विधानगर ईटीसी ऑल दो राजा जी ट्राई टू कीप द मूवमेंट नॉन वॉयलेंट वॉयलेंट इप्शन ऑफ मासेस एंड द वॉयलेंट रिप्रेशन ऑफ द पुलिस बिगेन टू ब्रेक द चोलाई मिल स्ट्राइक पुलिस फोर्सेज वर यूज अनएम्प्लॉयड व्यूवर्स अटैक लिकर शॉप एंड पुलिस पिकेट्स एट गुडी अट्टम वाइल द पीजेंट सफरिंग फ्रॉम द फॉलोइंग प्राइसेज रॉयटेड एट वोदी नाया कोनूर इन मधुरा मलबार के के लापन एंड नाया कांग्रेस लीडर फेम फॉर द वाइकम सत्याग्रह ऑर्गेनाइज सॉल्ट मार्चेस पी कृष्ण पिलाई द फ्यूचर फाउंडर ऑफ द केरला कम्युनिस्ट मूवमेंट हिरोइकली डिफेंडेड द नेशनल फ्लैग इन द फेस ऑफ पुलिस लाठीचार्ज ऑन कलिकत बीच इन नवंबर नाइनटीन आंध्रा रीजन डिस्ट्रिक्ट सॉल्ट मार्चेस वर ऑर्गेनाइज इन ईस्ट एंड वेस्ट गोदावरी कृष्णा एंड गुंथूर ए नंबर ऑफ सीबीराम्स मिलिट्री स्टाइल कैंप्स वर सेटअप टू सर्व एज द हेडक्वार्टर्स ऑफ द सॉल्ट सत्याग्रह द मर्चेंट्स कॉन्ट्रीब्यूटेड टू कांग्रेस फंड्स एंड द डोमिनेस्ट कास्ट कामा एंड राजू कल्टिवेटर्स डिफाइड रिप्रेसिव मेजर्स बट द मास सपोर्ट लाइक दैट इन नॉन कॉपरेशन मूवमेंट नाइनटीन ट्वेंटी वन ट्वेंटी टू वॉज मिसिंग इन द रीजन ओरिसा अंडर गोपाल बंधु चौधरी ए गांधी एंड लीडर सॉल्ट सत्याग्रह प्रूफ इफेक्टिव इन द कोस्टल रीजन ऑफ बालासोर कट्टक एंड पूरी डिस्ट्रिक्ट आसाम द सिविल डिसोबीडियंस फील टू रिगेन द हाइट्स अटेंड इन नाइनटीन The growing conflict between Assamese and Bengalis, Hindus and Muslims, and the tension developing from the inflow of Muslim peasants from the densely populated East Bengal. However, a successful student strike against Cunningham Circular, which banned students' participation in politics, was seen in May 1930. Chandra Prabha Sai Kani, in December 1930, incited the Aboriginal Kachari village to break forest laws, which was, however, denied by the Assam Congress leadership. Bengal. The Bengal Congress divided into two faction led by Subhash Bose and James Sen Gupta was involved in the Kolkata Corporation election. This resulted in the alienation of the most of the Kolkata Bhadralok leaders from the rural masses. Also communal riots were seen in Dhaka and Kishore Ganj and there was little participation of Muslim in the movement. Despite this Bengal provided the largest number of arrest as well as the highest amount of violence. Bidnapur Arambak and several rural pockets witnessed powerful movement developed around the salt satyagraha and chokidari tax during the same period surya sen chitangong revolt group carried out a raid on two armories and declared the establishment of a provisional government bihar champaran and saran were the first two districts to start salt satyagraha in land locked bihar manufacture of salt on a large scale was not practicable and at most places it was mere gesture in patna Nakhas Pond was chosen as a site to make salt and break the salt law under Ambika Kansina. However, very soon a powerful non-chokidari tax agitation replaced the salt satyagraha, owning to physical constraint in making salt. By November 1930, sale of foreign cloth and liquor dramatically declined and administration collapsed in several parts like the Bahari region of Munger. The tribal belt of Chhota Nagpur, now in Jharkhand, saw instances of lower class militancy. Bongamaji and Somra Maji influenced by Gandhism led a movement in Hajari Bagh which combined social uh, religious reform along sanskritization line in which followers were asked to give up meat and liquor and use khadi however santhals were reported to be taking up illegal distillation of liquor on large scale under the banner of Gandhi it was observed that while most of the big zamindars remained loyal to the government small landlords and better off tenants participated in the movement but several times increased lower class militancy lowered the enthusiasm of small landlords and better off tenants peshawar here khan abdul ghaffar khan's educational and social reform work among the pathans had politicized them ghaffar khan also known as bashah khan and frontier gandhi had started the first pushto political monthly pukhtun and had organized a volunteer brigade khudai kitmat kar 
popularly known as red shirts who were pledged to freedom struggle and non-violence on april 23 1930 the arrest of congress leaders in northwest frontier province led to mass demonstration in peshawar which was virtually in the hands of the crowds for more than a week till order was restored on may 4 this was followed by a reason of terror and martial law it was here that a section of garhwal rifle soldiers refused to fire on an unarmed crowd this upsurge in province with 92% muslim population left the british government nervous sholapur this industrial town of southern maharashtra saw the fiercest response to gandhi's arrest textile workers went on a strike from may 7 and along with other residents burned liquor shop and other symbols of government authority such as railway station police station municipal building law courts etc the activists established a virtual parallel government which could only be disclosed with a martial law after may 16 darshana on may 21 1930 sarojini naidu imam shaib and manilal gandhi's son took up the unfinished task of leading a raid on darshana salt works The unarmed and peaceful crowd was met with brutal lathi charge which left two dead and 320 injured. This new form of salt satyagraha was eagerly adopted by people in Vandla, Bombay, Karnataka, Sanikatta Salt Works, Andhra, Midnapur, Balasore, Puri and Kattak. Gujarat the impact was felt in Anand, Borsad and Nadiad area in Kheda district, Badoli in Surat district and Jambusar in Baroch district. A determined no tax movement was organized here which included refusal to pay land revenue. Villagers crossed the border with neighboring princely states such as Baroda with their families and belongings and camped in open for months to evade police repression. The police retaliated by destroying their property and confiscating their lands. Maharashtra, Karnataka, Central Provinces. These areas saw defiance of forest law such as grazing and timber restriction and public sale of illegally acquired forest produce. United Provinces. A no revenue campaign was organized. A call was given to zamindars to refuse to pay revenue to the government. Under a no rent campaign a call was given to tenants against zamindar since most of the zamindars were loyalists the campaign became virtually a no rent campaign the activity picked up speed in october 1930 especially in agra and raibareli manipur and nagaland these area took a brave part in the movement at the young age of 13 rani gai dinlu a naga spiritual leader who followed her cousin haipu jadonang born in what is known as the state of manipur raised the banner of revolt against foreign rule We are free people the white man should not rule over us she declared she urged the people not to pay taxes or work for the british in the tradition established by the freedom struggle in the rest of india as the reformist religious movement steadily turned political the british authorities caught haipu jadonang and hanged him on the charge of treason in 1931 a man hunt was launched for rani gaidinlu he she outwitted the british till october 1932 When she was finally captured she was later sentenced to life imprisonment it was the interim government of india set up in 1946 that finally ordered her release from tura jail forms of mobilization mobilization of masses was also carried out through prabhat ferries vanar senas manjri senas secret patrikas and magic lantern shows impact of agitation imports of foreign cloth and other item fell government suffered a loss of income from liquor excise and land revenue election to legislative assemblies were largely boycotted extent of mass participation several section of the population participated in the civil disobedient movement women gandhi had specially asked women to play a leading part in the movement soon they become a familiar sight picketing outside liquor shops opium dens and shops selling foreign clothes for indian movement the movement was most liberating experience and can truly be said to have marked their entry into the public sphere students 
along with women students and youth played the most prominent part in boycott of foreign cloth and liquor muslims the muslim participation was nowhere near the 1920-22 level because of the appeals by muslim leaders to stay away from the movement and because of the active government encouragement to communal dissension still some areas such as northwest frontier province saw overwhelming participation middle class muslim participation was quite significant in senhatta tripura gaibandha bagura and noakhali in dekka muslim leaders shopkeepers lower class people and upper class women were active the muslim weaving community in bihar delhi and lucknow were also effectively mobilized merchants and petty traders they were very enthusiastic traders association and commercial bodies were active in implementing the boycott especially in tamil nadu and punjab tribals tribals were active participants in central provinces maharashtra and karnataka workers the workers participated in bombay kolkata madras sholapur etc peasants peasants were active in united provinces bihar and gujarat government response efforts for truce the government's attitude throughout 1930 was ambivalent as it was puzzled and perplexed it faced the classic dilemma of damned if you do damned if you don't if force was applied the congress cried repression and if little action was taken the congress cried victory either way the government suffered an erosion of power even gandhi's arrest came after much vacillation but once the repression began the ordinance banning civil liberties were freely used including the press being gagged provincial government were given freedom to ban civil disobedient organization the congress working committee was however not declared illegal till june there were lati charges and firing on unarmed crowd which left several killed and wounded while thousands of satyagrahi beside gandhi and other congress leader were imprisoned the government repression and publication of the simon commission report which contained no mention of the dominion status and was in other way also a regressive document further upset even moderate political opinion In July 1930 the viceroy lord edwin suggested a round table conference and reiterated the goal of dominion status he also accepted the suggestion that tej bahadur sapru and mr jaykar be allowed to explore the possibility of peace between congress and the government in august 1930 motilal and jawaharlal nehru were taken to yerawada jail to meet gandhi and discuss the possibility of a settlement the nehrus and gandhi unequivocally reiterated the demand of right of succession from britain complete national government with control over defense and finance and an independent tribunal to settle britain's financial claims talks broke down at this point gandhi irvin pact on january 25 1931 gandhi and other members of the congress working committee were released unconditionally the cwc authorized gandhi to initiate a discussion with the viceroy as a result of this discussion a pact was signed between the viceroy representing the british indian government and gandhi representing the indian people in delhi on february 14 1931 This Delhi Pact also known as Gandhi Irwin Pact placed the Congress on an equal footing with the government. Irwin on behalf of government agreed on immediate release of all political prisoners not convicted of violence, remission of all fines not yet collected, return of all lands not yet sold to third parties, lenient treatment to re- those government servant who had resigned, right to make salt in coastal villages for personal consumption not for sale, right to peaceful and non-aggressive picketing and withdrawal of emergency ordinances. The viceroy however turned down Gandhi's demand. Public enquiry into police excesses and commutation of Bhagat Singh and his comrades death sentence into life sentence. Gandhi on the behalf of Congress agreed to suspend the civil disobedient movement and to participate in the next round table conference on the constitutional question around the three linchpins of federation, Indian responsibility and reservation and safeguard that may be necessary in India's interest. 
covering such areas as such as defense external affairs position of minorities financial credit of india and discharge of other obligations evaluation of civil disobedient movement was gandhi irwin pact a retreat gandhi's decision to suspend the civil disobedient movement as agreed under the gandhi irwin pact was not a retreat because mass movements are necessarily short lived capacity of the masses to make sacrifice unlike that of activists is limited and there were signs of exhaustion after september 1930 especially among shopkeepers and merchants who had participated so enthusiastically no doubt youth were disappointed they had participated enthusiastically and wanted the world to end with a bang and not with a whimmer peasants of gujarat were disappointed because their land was not restored immediately indeed they were restored only during the rule of congress minister in the province but many people were jubilant that the government had been made to regard their movement as a significant and treat their leader as equal and sign a pact with him the political prisoner when released from jails were given a hero welcome comparison to non cooperation movement there were certain aspects in which civil disobedient movement differed from the non cooperation movement the stated objective this time was complete independence and not just limiting to specific wrongs and a vaguely worded swaraj the methods involved violation of law from the very beginning and not just non cooperation with the foreign rule There was a decline in form of protest involving the intelligentsia such as lawyer giving up practice students giving up government schools to join national schools and colleges muslim participation was nowhere near that in non cooperation movement level no major labor upsurge coincided with the movement the massive participation of peasants and business group compensated for decline of other features the number of those imprisoned was about 3 times more this time the congress was organizationally stronger views india is a one vast prison house i repudiate this law mk gandhi to lord irwin gandhi was the best policeman the british had in india allen winkinson dandi march is the kindergarten stage of revolution based on the notion that king emperor can be unseated by boiling sea water in a kettle brailsford an english journalist